You're listening to What Devay Said About Music. The Beard on the Shoulder of Pirate Radio with your host, Bob Devay. Your personal music pusher. So get high on his supply. And uh, I remember when I was in that little bitty radio station and I was playing all those rock and roll records? Well, that's what I'm doing right now. If you can visualize that, that's what all of us in radio do. Did you hear? 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 What do they say about music? Duvet said about music. I am your host, Robert Bob Duvet, coming to you from deep in the heart of podcasting, the kitchen of my apartment in San Francisco, California. Welcome to issue 35 of the What Duvet Said About Music show, the best music podcast on the internet. And I can say that with confidence because we are nominated for best music podcast at this year's podcasting awards. Very excited. Didn't even know these awards existed until we got nominated. So I will let you know how you can vote for us. I appreciate your support, my loyal Davidians. And if you're joining us for the first time, you picked a good one. This is probably the best show we've done. And I've said that before, but I'm going to back it up because on this show, we have an interview with Daniel James from, if those of you in the Bay Area might recognize his name, he's in a band called Leopoldness Fiction, which is based in San Francisco. But he also has another project called Cowboy and Indian, which is based out of Austin. And I had a chance to see them at the Austin City Limits Music Festival, which is where I was for the past, oh, week or so. That's why there's been a little bit of a lag in bringing you the podcast. So I am going to share with you all the great music that I discovered. We're going to play a lot of Cowboy and Indian so I can turn you on to them, as well as Leopold and his fiction. For those of you that don't know, you will. On an entirely different note, I also, in the second hour of the show, will be paying tribute to Tim Alexander. Tim Alexander is a local Bay Area musician, just a real wonderful, wonderful guy, and he amazing output of music so i want to share his music with you he passed away about two weeks ago and we're all really sad about it and i think the best way to pay him tribute is to play his music and tell you how to get it so we're going to do that in the second half of the show first i want to get to the alternate festival i attended called the austin corn lovers festival which was out there in austin at the same time as acl it's Put on every year by the Hickoids. This was their second annual. I'm going to play you the Hickoids and Masters of Love, two of the bands that I saw play, who killed it. So let me put on my chaps because we're going to get to it. That's why perhaps they all wear shafts deep in the heart of Texas. Hey, this is Jeff Smith from the Hickoids, and you're listening to What Duvet Said.
Uh, that was Masters of Love doing a song called Baby Babylon. Before that, you heard the legendary, the inventors of cow punk, the Hickoids. Both bands are based out of San Antonio, I believe, but I know they play Austin quite a bit. And they were playing, as I mentioned earlier, the Austin Corn Lovers Festival, which is a four-show event that goes on right at the same time as ACL. Kind of uh, a bit of a, you know, a thumb, a thumb in the nose, a thumb up the nose, maybe, at uh, ACL. But it's great. Features a ton of local Texas bands in the cow punk and punk rock and just the sloppy rock and roll that I love so much. So always a great way to kick off my ACL. It's the second time they've done the Austin Corn Lovers Festival. It's the second time I've been out to Austin to see ACL, so this is going to become a tradition for me as well. I want to thank Jeff for doing the station ID for me. And you can look on the blog, www.whatduvaysaid.com. And in a couple of weeks or so, we're going to have an interview with Jeff Smith. He has a record label called Sauce Text where he has a lot of different stuff going on. It's publishing, it's music. I'm going to talk to him about all of it. I'm going to talk to him about the Hickoids. Uh, special space in my heart for the Hickoids. I also want to tell you how you can get a hold of me. So you can shout at me and tell me how much you love this show or how much you hate this show. I can take either. I am tough. I'm Texas tough now. So call us at 415-937-0445. That's 415-937-0445. I have a bunch of calls on deck that I'm going to play for the next podcast. So I appreciate you doing that. You can always write to us at whatduvaysaid at gmail.com. That's whatduvaysaid at gmail.com. And follow us on Twitter. It's at Bob Duvet, capital B-O-B, Duvet, D-U-V-E-T. That's Twitter, at Bob Duvet. We're also on Facebook. You can search for us, What Duvet Said. I am very, very excited to get into my interview with Daniel James from Cowboy and Indians slash Leopold and his fiction. We talk a lot about this new project, and they played a great set. It was one of the best sets I saw at the Austin City Limits Festival, and I was able to sit down with them the day after at a place in East Austin called Rio Rita. You'll hear, it's the usual dog and pony show. You'll hear a lot of background music and noise going on, but I think the interview came out really well. We talked for about 20 minutes. You can hear it all fine, and you will hear it all fine. So we're gonna kick it off with a little Cowboy Indian to put you in the right mood. Thanks for joining me again on What Duvet Said About Music. And without further ado, we are gonna get to the Daniel James slash Cowboy Indian slash Leopold in this fiction interview. For all of you to enjoy, I give it to you. Hi, this is Daniel James of Cowboy Indian and Leopold and his fiction, and you're listening to What Duvet Said. Pro. Better than me. You can have the radio show. When they ask you, where are you scared now? When they ask you, where are you scared now? When they ask you, where are you scared? Look them right in the eye. Look them right in the eye. In the evening, you change your way. In the evening, you change your way. In the evening, you change your way. Let the devil inside. Let the devil inside. I don't want none, your grief and crime. I don't want none, your grief and crime. 
place called Rio Rita in, in Austin, Texas. Yes, sir. Fresh off uh, the ACL Festival. What a fest. Yeah. And uh, Cowboy and Indian was a band that you were playing with there. Um, great, great set. How, how was it to kind of find out that you guys were on that bill and have a chance to play kind of uh, most of the bands from Austin to play in front of like the home crowd? Yes, it was really great. I mean, uh, it's funny that it's a home crowd because uh, none of us have really spent a lot of time here in the past 16 months we've been on tour and before that we're all from different cities two of us live in LA I live in San Francisco and uh, um, one of our members lives in Colorado and uh, I mean we do call this home so every time we come here it's always a hometown crowd but uh, this was I felt like it was our uh, our full acceptance into being a hometown band because you know being invited we were invited you know being an Austin band because I mean there's just so much worldwide talent that's that's there and uh, it was really refreshing and uh, when we found out we we're actually in Los Angeles mixing our debut album for Cowboy and Indian it was just overwhelming experience because like we had a bunch of labels out there that we were so brand new that it's just coming at us so fast so these labels that were entertaining us and then to hear around ACL, it was just like it's all at once. So when, when is the uh, album uh, due to come out? We're working on it. We're figuring out the best way uh, to release that because we released two singles with videos with mm -hmm. Lead Bellies. We have a video and then the videos are great. Too. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And then there's a Trouble Tracks video which we just released about a month ago. And um, we are releasing a few other singles pretty soon. So we're just going to do that one at a time. And uh, the thing is with this band, I mean, we started as. Uh, two and a half chief songwriters me and jesse would just woodshed songs mm -hmm. back and forth over the internet over the phone over like whatever it was how'd you guys come to meet um i was on tour with leopold uh -huh. for south by southwest and um 
this was like three years ago, and I met Jazz, and we opened for her old band, T-Bird and the Breaks, and then um, we kept in touch just because we're both social media hounds mm -hmm. for respective band, and um, uh, she heard Leopold was coming down, she said, stay with us, so my whole band stayed with Jazz, and she and Jesse had written a two or three songs and they were just so stellar. I was just like, um, you know, I produced the Leopold records and I produced this Cowboy Indian record, but before, you know, as soon as I heard that, I was like, I need to be a part of this. They're just so genuine and, and green, so to say, that yeah. like they they respected what I was doing and I couldn't deny what they were doing yeah. whatsoever. So um, it's a great it's a great mix of instruments and and you know, it's not busy. People like you know play parts and then lay out, and oh, sure, uh, sure. a lot of great vocals. You Thank know, you. all the way around with everybody. So was that something that um, was kind of like the, the core of the songs that you guys were writing was kind of very vocal driven? Oh, it's all vocal driven. Yeah. I'm, I'm used to. Uh, uh, well, I've gotten used to the vocal driven songs now, but I'm used to like Stooges rock and roll. So mm -hmm. like, it's fir first and foremost like aggressive guitars and all this stuff. So to, like the, the trickiest part for me was the dropping. All that and the trickiest part for them was adding that you uh -huh. know kind of balancing it but like i mean jazz is the centerpiece of this band and she doesn't play an instrument so that being said like i mean she she me and jesse literally are seesawing and she's keeping the balance of yeah. the whole thing so i mean it's very very important and then the music is secondary but it's also very uh you know when you listen to like a Johnny Cash record, for instance, it's like you hear his vocal, and yeah. then there's like a little bit of brush or whatever uh -huh. that's going on on the drums in the back, but it's like, I mean, that could be there or not be there, that'd yeah. be just fine. But I mean, as the band's been growing, now we have seven people in the group, and uh, I mean, we all consciously know getting on a stage or getting in a studio that if it's not needed, don't bother. It's just like, it's so easy that we could easily just all solo at the same time and all play and all yeah, this. Yeah, the melodies are there. Yeah, I mean, and everyone can sing so they can think of these melodies on their own too, but it's just like, we're, we're, we know what direction we're going in. And after 15 months, we're very impressed with Yeah, it's stuff. impressive to get seven people in a room. Yeah. <laughs> Dry it 
rise we'll speak of tomorrow when the barren darkness fades my dear fear i'm not much of a man you like to think i am though those mistakes i The sky for any sign of any moan They pass it by in which I could calmly confide But find myself alone So I'm not feeling well I wait for something to arrive So I can tie to shed Where it will happily <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, as, as you saw on the ACL stage, we literally played a song that we wrote two days before. That. Yeah, yeah, that was, was that like, was a cool song. That was crazy because, like, one rule that we have is, like, for any show that's going to be, like, when we go to play L.A. or, like, New York or whatever, mm -hmm. it's like, 
no new songs. Just like don't stress, let's not stress each other out on it. So let's do our tried and true set. It's always good. But like we got in the we got in the practice space because you know we've been apart for a month or so, and uh, it just happened. Yeah. We're like we have to do this because it just up, it's really uplifting for us and. It's almost dangerous, so you know that you know the danger. It makes it kind of exciting, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like literally, that when we played it at ACL, that was the second time we ever played it in front of anybody before, and it was just like it went went without a hitch, and uh, it was great. It was really I, I cool. should I should say also at the the ACL set there was a very pregnant Jazz Mills. When <laughs> yes, when is she? She's due out of these. In eight weeks. Yeah, eight and, weeks. and and it was really really hot for those of you that weren't there. Super hot out yeah. there, and. Uh, she handled it like an absolute champion. She, yeah, she, how was it playing? I was just curious. I'm watching so many guys. How is it playing in that kind of heat? Half the battle for me is making sure that it's like, well, I, well not half the battle, but half the fun is like, uh, I, love, I kind of stage manage the group, mm -hmm. so to say, and like make sure everyone has tons of water, tons and tons and tons of water, and uh, try to get people to rest the night before, big shows, sleep, uh -huh. and everything. And uh, So, I mean, we, we prepared well this time. I can't say so much for South by Southwest because it goes on forever yeah. that, you know, by the end we were just so haggard, but it's still like, even in March it was blazing hot, and it's, it's what now, it's like September, it's yeah. still, it's even hotter, so it's like, yeah. it just doesn't quit. I feel for the skate, it's like, yeah. you can tell just yeah. flying in how dry it is. The greatest part, though, I mean, like, I guess they haven't seen rain down here in forever, and like, right when we were done playing and the rain started coming down, so you could kind of feel that in the air, and that was actually a relief, like, it was like... I would take credit for that. You know, the rain dance, <laughs> yeah. the Native American rain dance, yeah. <laughs> Trouble seems to be Trouble seems to be The only thing Following me, what's it true love? She followed me too. She followed me down till her following was through.
for some young fool to trace. But this ain't no way to travel, my friend. All you good time men rounds stop your good heart. sometime next year you mentioned too that you're gonna as soon as the baby's born it's kind of back out on the road yes. what is so what do you anticipate the next uh, year looking like just uh, a, 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 you do try and do Europe and, and oh, overseas we and actually that sort of stuff? just started talking about Europe next summer because um, we have to get on that boat immediately just to, to get on the festivals and stuff, and stuff like that to try for festivals and then in between do a few um, shows as much as we can we'll see what happens I mean I've never even been to Europe with either band so I mean this would be a huge step for me and uh, the, all the bandmates are always just really excited so uh, the uh, I mean in the what we're going to be trying to do is uh, definitely release this album because we're really proud of it do the best method whether it's self-release or I mean if it works out with the label great if it doesn't we'll do it ourselves but uh uh, just continue writing because literally we already have enough material for a second album. So I mean, I like to keep everyone in the studio as much as possible. It's a good position to be Even in. Even if yeah. it's a throwaway, you know, recording session, it's still something in the bank that yeah. we can work on or come back to or whatnot. So we're gonna be working on that because we just really haven't had time to woodshed very much. So um, did things kind of open up a bit for you? Uh, you know, having Jesse and then having the show kind of not go on, it, it give him more time to kind oh, of. Oh, actually, the, that guy is the busiest. The busiest guy, one of the busiest guys I've ever met, and like, it's, it's really cool, because like that, it gives us, him being an actor that's, I mean, he was just, he just done, did uh, a ton of movies, as soon as he was done with the show, it was like, just like that, he was picked up on, uh, he auditioned for this, this and that, and he got, he got everything he wanted to get, and he's like, really, I'm really, really proud of what he's doing, but what's crazy is that, like, not being on a, I think it's syndicated now, isn't uh, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, not being, like, having to do a rigorous schedule, he's, he, you know, he'll be tied up for a month or so, or two months, but then he's completely available, and, I mean, like, he's beyond present. I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, like, calling me at 
9 a.m. saying, are we rehearsing? What time? And then we'll stay up till 2 a.m. like trading words. It's just crazy. So I mean, like he's one of the best bandmates I've ever come across. And uh, so I mean, but it's really, really cool at the same time because when he's gone, that space allows us to breathe. Yeah. And like, you know, Jet. So, uh, go. I was gonna ask, what's the status with Leopold? Are you still? Uh, do you, I mean, do you still try to record stuff or, or play oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we'll, uh, we haven't played a show in a while, but uh, there's a. I mean, we, we're sitting on a third record right now, and um, uh, kind of in a similar situation. When we played, the last time we were playing was in Los Angeles. We played to a slew of labels, and um, we're releasing a video pretty soon and a single as well. And um, I mean, there's a whole other album ready to be recorded. It's just like now that now that there's a little bit of room to breathe, it's gonna all start coming together now. And uh, yeah, I think it'll I think it'll all work out. You just gotta balance it. Just like Jesse's um, acting career, we, you know, we all balance that. Yeah, he's been working out really well. And they, I mean, they're beyond supportive of Leopold. Actually, that's the reason why they even found me in the first place yeah. so it's like it's we're all that's nice yeah that's a nice it is an artist and musician it's it's got to feel good to have that kind of support oh, not the rivalry you know that, oh my god yeah, rivalry is so funny i mean like now in this band we don't use the word no and like rivalry is only a positive thing you mm -hmm. know it's like like just teasing like oh i can write better than that or, but it's just a joke you yeah know? it's like like oh, you know it's an inside type of thing like well that's a great verse let me try to make it better and then it just makes for songwriting to be really really tight yeah. and really really fluid and it's been really cool She considered 
see the sound going, um, you know, with, with the, the record you're working on now and the stuff that you, you mentioned you have kind of already written, is it uh, staying in the kind of, I don't know, it's like, I guess Americana-ish. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, the, as we started recording this album, it was literally just the three of us. Even uh, when I joined, uh, we recorded um, one of Jesse's and Jazz's songs called Cabin, and when I joined, uh, I didn't have a part for it, and I was so swamped, I just recorded them doing it, and then the more I listened to it, the more I wanted to, like, try to flesh it out, I just, it just, there, I mean, I didn't, it wasn't needed, so I just uh, had, I put strings on it, had the string section put beautiful, beautiful strings on it, and, like, it just stayed that way. So, I mean, but at that point, we were three-piece. And like, soon after that, we brought on Peter, and he's a phenomenal bass player. So then that started going in the direction of a lot of low-end and a drummer. So we started rocking it up a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And then Stephanie and Phoebe joined, and now it's literally like we're capable of going the Appalachian route or completely rocking, like, 60s, early uh, Stones uh -huh. vibe. And right now, I have to say right this second, um, we're in a really weird place because... Uh, like, I was born and raised on that 60s Stones vibe and Stooges and everything, and Jesse was raised on country. I mean, like, Roger Miller, Hank Williams, Towns Van Zandt, and um, what has happened right now is, you know, the more uh, good songwriters, I'm not saying we're good songwriters, but, like, what I've noticed out of songwriters is, like, you start writing with each other in mind, and, like, I'm writing entire country songs. That's all I'm writing now. And Jesse, he's writing entire rock songs, and I've never been in this position, neither has he, so we've yeah. flipped, but it's, it's a weird take and on it. And it's probably, yeah, I was going to say, because because it's not your normal not, realm, yeah. it, it gives it a totally different spin. Well, it's just like, uh, you know, in the 60s when, like, the Rolling Stones would write an American rock song, it's mm -hmm. like they're... They're not American. Yeah. They write, or they play that. Uh, like that like Graham, like, all that stuff they kind of did with Graham yes, Parsons. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. a country song, but it's like some of the best country songs. Like some girls, uh, Far Away Eyes. I yeah, think it is. Oh, yeah, it's, it's just a like, song. man, these guys can really do country better than we can do country mm -hmm. sometimes, you know? And it's like, same type of, same type of thing. It's just like really, because like, I think not growing up around country, I'll notice certain aspects that are just that pass by Jesse and Jazz because they've just been listening to it forever and yeah, vice versa. They don't notice to pick up on it anymore. I mean, yeah, they're just like so immune to it at this point. Where they can still obviously write a great country song, but it's like bringing a fresh look to it is always nice. Yeah. Being kind of at that point where you're being courted by labels and people, people are interested in that. Like, what, what do you think is the biggest? for you guys uh, determining factor on who you would ultimately go with or if you would release something yourself? Yeah, I mean, um, as far as labels would go, we'd always love great label mates. I mean, mm -hmm. we're inspired by uh, a lot of bands, current and not so current, but I mean, there's a lot of good bands out there always. So, I mean, it's, it'd be really nice to be on a label that we share common interests with the uh, label mates, but at the same time, uh, I don't know, I think right now we'd be most comfortable on um, something that's not too big, kind of like boutique-ish, or even like a little bit above that, and just to, uh, just because um, we like the attention, I guess, you know, we'd yeah. want the attention if, because we're kind of, I feel like we're a boutique band in a way, because uh, it's not glossy pop, it's not really... Uh, Single driven. You know. How do you how do you get it out there if, if it, it doesn't seem like it fits into your standard standard radio format? Yeah, that's the hardest part. That kind of happened with Leopold too. It's like you're trying to present something that's a little bit 
It's almost like the next step for music. I'm not saying I'm not saying like get ahead of ourselves or anything like that, but we're doing something that seems a little bit newer than what a lot of people might be doing or ready for. So it's like convincing a label, saying like this might be the next thing, and like. Um, so, I mean, pitching that is, I mean, you have to come see the live show. Because, I mean, yeah. we really, really deliver what we're... And see how people are reacting sure. to it, yeah. Sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, ACL was a perfect example. I mean, that was the biggest crowd we played for and, uh, in this band. And, I mean, there wasn't a dull moment. I mean, like, literally, as the people on stage, we were watching, looking out, and we spoke about this for hours. Just like, did you see that guy that was doing this? Did you? We were so entertained by yeah. everyone out there. Uh, people were like, giving it right back. It was oh a good, it was like a loop, you it know? Was, yeah. It was, it was. And that's, that's the... That's that's what, I mean, labels would really need to see in us. I mean, I, think, I feel like the Fleet Foxes are a good example, too, because I don't hear, like, a radio single coming out of yeah. them. But because of their popularity, they can have a radio single now because of, the, because of that cycle, you yeah. know?
are you doing most of like the producing and the recording I and did. how are you doing it um this album was uh, this album i kind of used all my resources um we literally recorded everywhere we'd record in a high-end studio for however long we could re afford it then uh -huh. we take those basic tracks home literally in my closet in san francisco that i soundproofed out of like towels and mm -hmm. all kinds of shit and like record vocals i had for our very uh, lead bellies they literally we knew each other for a couple weeks and they drove out because we had a random tour booked all of a sudden it was great it was like 20 day tour but they drove out we never practiced anything they came in and uh uh, I had the song idea, we had it flushed out a little bit, and um, we recorded it in the closet, and and that same week went and mixed it, and like, so I mean there's tons of different methods, and just uh -huh. uh, trouble tracks we were in a high-end studio for the whole thing, but then took it back and added a few layers, everything was just done in parts really, and um, just because being on the road all the time, we couldn't just sit down and do a whole song, yeah, you know, so yeah. it's like we had to find little crevices of time, and actually the... The week before we went in to mix with uh, Mark Needham in LA, we, just, we kept getting last minute inspiration. So we were touring out there, so we were recording in hotel rooms the whole way out there. And it's just like, we, we recorded everywhere under the sun. I mean, Leopold is, is in the same vein, but I mean, like, this was even more because we have so many band members that we had to literally, like, we literally had to work. I mean, in a really positive way, yeah, you know, we would yeah. go everywhere. I'm always curious who you might be listening to, mm -hmm. who bands that maybe people wouldn't know about should look for. Sure, actually the song that I was just playing a yeah. minute ago, um, it's a, a gentleman named Guy Blakey with the Entrance Band, and uh, he, that was some of his early stuff. I didn't uh -huh. put it on or anything, I just noticed it, and it was like perfect for the background. Nice. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's really amazing, he's based out of Los Angeles, and mm -hmm. he's blowing up, he, I think he's been around for a few years. He, he was uh, good friends of Devendra uh, way back in the day, and mm -hmm. then uh, you know, um, the entrance band went really psych rock, and Devendra went super folk. But uh, they both started out really folk oriented, and um, I mean, in this band, there's so much, there's so many influences, but like. Yeah. Um, Towns Van Zandt always yeah. creeps in there heavily. Just that's like Jesse's biggest influence. Uh -huh. and right now, Roger Miller is huge for all of us. Okay. Uh, he's amazing. I just uh, he's so organic and. Um, it feels like you've been the same room for years and years yeah. and years. He makes it, everything sound so simple. It easy. sounds so simple. Yeah. And like, but you know, you like know the words, and you never, I've never heard them before. And yeah. It's like you're so familiar with everything, so it's just. That, that, I mean, oh, and then the Strange Boys from Austin. No, I, I've seen them. I like really, them a lot. Yeah, they're yeah. really great. Uh, Jesse's a big fan of that. He introduced mm -hmm. me to them. And um, uh, they were helping out uh, one of our, our local guys, Ty oh, yeah. Siegel, uh, oh, at the yeah. Mohawk. He was just he yeah. was just here. Yeah, no, I was at that show. It was, oh, it was, were you? It was a great show. That was yeah. like Thursday or Friday or something. Yeah, it was Friday. Okay. It was Friday night. Yeah. Friday night. Yeah, that's amazing. All the man. days are blending in. <laughs> Seriously, I forgot Ty Siegel. I didn't get a chance to see him, but I forgot. I forgot he came out here. Anybody, uh, anybody, you guys would like to uh, work with, you know, go on tour with? Um, we just recently met the Civil Wars. They were really, really cool. And there's like a couple degrees separation everywhere we turn with them, and uh -huh. everywhere we turn, they're, they're seeming present, and it's really, really great. It's inevitable. Yeah, I mean, it's really cool because they're, you know, they're really stripped down. We can be really stripped down, and I really appreciate their work ethic and their, their. Uh, 
how they structured things, and they're they're doing really well for themselves based on like a different non uh, commercial label type uh, strategy. So it's really cool to see that that can happen. So I mean, business wise, that'd be great. And other bands like. Uh, Oh my God! There's so many out there. It's, it's I know. It's crazy. like I asked that question, and it's like you, there's so many come to mind, and then you can't think of any of them. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. That's yeah, always how it is. But yeah, there's so many. Um, we were just on tour with. He's my brother. She's my sister. They're based out of Los Angeles. Okay, I don't know they're, that. They're good friends of ours. Um, and uh, the lead singer was had a band called Lemon Sun, and Lemon Sun and Leopold used to tour all the time. Okay. So it's kind of like what we started as side projects became our full-time uh, bands, and now they've toured together. I'll have to find some of that and play yeah, it on been, the show. Oh, yeah, it's been show. really cool. They're really great. They're all really great people, too. And so, uh, so that was a fun trip that we had with them. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk yes, with thank me. thank you. Thank it's, you. Uh, I'm a, a big fan of Cowboy and, and of Leopold. And, and is, is Leopold and his fiction, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I look forward to seeing both uh, come through San Francisco. Oh, I live so. Of course. Um, yeah, keep keep up the good work. Stay out of this heat. Yeah, but thanks again. I appreciate oh, of it. Of course, thank you so much. All right. When I go walking.
mountains and so far from the coast on to the plains on two feet and in cars I've seen desert views from old freight trains I ride this land so far and I ride the sand for days and still I hear your words in every vacant place and every time I've come to show my face Welcome back to the second hour of What Duvet Said About Music. I am your host, Robert Bob Duvet. I hope you enjoyed that interview I did with Daniel James. We played a lot of music during that interview. I just want to apologize for a bit of the noise in the background. Uh, it was unavoidable. To do the interview outside would have required us standing out in blistering heat, blistering Texas heat, and that would have presented its own issues. So, uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed some of the, 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 the background music you heard there. I don't know the titles of those songs quite. Can't list those. But what I can list is what we played during the interview. So let me tell you what that was. We did Lead Belly's Hurt My Pride by Cowboy and Indian. We followed it up with a song called Bali High, again by Cowboy and Indian. A triple shot of Cowboy and Indian with Trouble Tracks. So those are the first three songs you hear in the interview. Then I did Leopold and His Fiction doing Ain't No Surprise. We followed that one up with Cowboy and Indian doing Hold Me Down and ended the whole interview with Leopold and His Fiction doing a song called Ride. And uh, the one constant through all that was Daniel James. 
So uh, turn up the volume on that interview. You will hear it much better. Um, at one point, you heard what sounded like a guy coming in and shouting and hollering, and that was actually a song. Um, it was. It was. I don't want you to think we were in danger at any moment during that interview because I would, do not put my interviewees in any kind of danger unless they request that previously in the writer. Then I then I will accommodate them. I want to get into some music before we get into the Tim Alexander tribute at the end of the show. But I want to play some of the stuff that we talked about. Some of it was featured at ACL. Some of it not. Was just discussed in the interview. But uh, I, I like some of what I uh, heard him mention, so I went back and found it, and I'm going to play it on the show right now for you. We're going to do the Civil Wars. We're going to do He's My Sister, She's My Brother, He's My Brother, She's My Sister. I'm a, no, I'm mixing that one up. And then a bonus track, and then I'll tell you how you can reach us and how you can vote for us, What Duvet Said About Music, for the podcast awards after this patented Robert Bob Duvet triple shot. <laughs>
no good at washing in the river. Can't no preacher man save my soul. Well, I gave my world, my eyes open wide. Left me a prop, cheated and lied. The girl was mean and empty and bland, but I still wear his ring on the finger of my hand.
Ah, oh, back with you. After that glorious triple shot, I'm feeling much better. Got a little coffee in me. I'm ready to go for the second hour. And I know I want to shout at you a little bit and let you know how you can reach us. You can always reach us at the hotline, 415-937-0445. 415-937-0445. Leave us a message or write to us at whatdubayset at gmail.com. That's whatdubayset at gmail.com. We also have the blog, www.whatdubayset.com. And that is where you are going to find the link to the podcast awards. That's right, www.podcastawards.com. We are up for two, best produced podcast. That's right, best produced. I know, listening to this show, you're like, no, that can't be. But it is. It is, in fact, true. We are uh, two podcasts here at What Do They Said. One is The Tank that I host with my friend Jason Duplissy, and that is up for Best Produced Podcast. So vote for that in that category. And also Best Music Podcast, you have What Do They Said About Music. That's this one. You might need to put in a URL. So uh, if you, you know, whatever you listen to this on, put that in. It should work. And I'll have something up on the blog if you're really confused. But we would appreciate your support. Speaking of support... I want to play some more music to support this music addiction that I have. It takes me all over the country to see bands and interview people and hound people like I did with Daniel James. So let's play a little something, a band that did play the Austin City Limits Festival along with Cowboy and Indian. They are called the Fleet Foxes. We talked about them in the interview. It's a great show at sundown. I want to play a little bit of that. I also want to play one of my favorite sets um, was Broken Social Scene. So I should play you that too. I should also tell you what you heard in that triple shot. You heard the Civil Wars doing Barton Hollow. The Civil Wars, band out of Los Angeles, I believe. And He's My Brother, She's My Sister. We mentioned them in the interview. That's a song called Tales That I Tell. And lastly, it was Austin's The Strange Boys. This Girl's Taught Me to Dance. It'll All the playlists will be up on the blog, along with a link to this show, so you can find out what I played and how to get to it. Or, uh, you know, how to uh, link to it. Link to it. That's what you people do. You like to link to things. I like to make links out of things. So let me see if I can link up this double shot of the Flea Foxes and Broken Social Scenes. Two of the better sets at Austin City Limits Music Festival this year that I watched. Both at sundown. To borrow is to take and not return. I have borrowed all my lonesome life, and I can no, I can't get through. The borrower's dead is the only regret of my youth. Everything I took, I'd soon 
Robert Bob Dubay back with you. That was a song called Texaco Bitches Off, Broken Social Scenes record, Forgiveness Rock record. They are actually calling it a day for a while. They're playing their final two shows in San Francisco. They're playing at the Fillmore on Saturday, October, or I should say Rocktober 1st. That's a sold-out show at the Fillmore. They're also playing... I want to say Sunday at Harley Strictly Bluegrass, a free festival here in San Francisco for three days. Anybody that knows about it knows it's one of the best music festivals in the country. All kinds of people playing. A lot of people that I missed at ACL will be playing that. So I really want to encourage people to go out and see the Harley Strictly Bluegrass Music Festival. See Broken Social Scene because you may not get a chance for a while. The song before that was Fleet Foxes doing a, a song called Bedouin Dress. I don't know what the connection was, what the link was, but, uh, you know, Dress, Texaco Bitches, maybe there's a link, maybe not. I can't tell you. Only you can tell you. I also want to tell you about another show that I'm really large on, big, bye, bye, bye. Turn this into a stock show. Caitlin Rose, the Caitlin Rose, Miss Rose, out of Nashville, Tennessee, is coming to San Francisco, playing Cafe de Nord. She is on tour, I believe, with Justin Towns Earl, who's playing Hardly Strictly. But uh, Caitlin Rose is playing a separate headlining gig Sunday night, October 2nd, at the Cafe de Nord in San Francisco. Anybody that's in the Bay Area that hears about this show should go out and see her. She's going to be big. If you don't believe me, listen to What Duvet Said About Music. Issue 18, that was the Nashville issue. I had an interview with Caitlin Rose she was great. Her band is amazing. I can't wait to see all the fellas. Really nice uh, group of people in that band. So I'm looking forward to seeing them. Go Cafe du Nord. See Caitlin Rose. Go to Hardly Strictly Bluegrass in San Francisco's fabulous Golden Gate Park. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They have a website. Now I'll tell you, everybody who's playing, I need to play one or two more songs that moved me during ACL. I think I'm going to play something by Colts. They were surprising. I enjoyed them. I didn't think I was. I don't generally want to like the buzz bands as much as Pitchfork, but I did. I liked the Colts. They were good. And best set of the of the weekend for me was by Hayes Carl out of Austin, Texas. It feels fitting to end this Austin sort of focus show with somebody from Austin. So we're going to play Hayes Carl. So I'll do... A double shot, then we're going to do our Tim Alexander tribute. Um, great music. I will talk about Tim a little bit more before we get into that part of it. But yeah, we're moving right along, folks, on what Duvet said about music.
With your back turned to the crowd In that little bar on Murphy Where they play guitar too loud There were people drinking whiskey There were hearts about to leave It was cold as hell for Houston It was almost near sea All the way from Beaumont With a white rose in my hand I could not wait forever, babe I hope you understand All the night was feeling lucky So I asked you to dance And the way you looked up at me Made me think I had a chance But I put my arms around you I knew you weren't giving in I hope it will be different If I pass this way again All the way from Beaumont With a white rose in my hand I could not wait forever, babe I hope you With a guitar and a case I'd have stopped in Pasadena If I'd known about this place But you looked like forever Where the water meets the shore I've been thinking about you, baby I can't do that anymore I saw you leaning on a memory With your back turned to the crowd In that little bar on Murphy Where they play guitar too loud There were people drinking whiskey There were hearts about to leave It was cold as hell for Houston It was almost near sea All the way from Beaumont With a white rose in my hand I could not wait forever, babe I hope you understand All the way from Beaumont With a white rose That was Hayes Carl doing a song called Beaumont. I really, really enjoyed the Hayes Carl set. It's, you ever see somebody come out onto the stage and they just have so much charisma that you instantly are converted? That was the case with him walking out. He was playing in front of a hometown crowd. They were loving him. I forget who was playing at the same time as him, but... We're, I think we had some friends that went and go check them out, and they, as they were walking back, they just heard it, and they were kept were drawn to it, like like moss to light, and they ended up saying the same thing. Best set of the weekend, so really uh, don't discount 
the country music folks because the country music is really oh really good in the group setting i'll tell you people were really happy during that show and uh it was a a nice a nice way for us to end our acl and i hope you enjoyed the music you heard before that was a band called colts they're buzzy i don't need to tell you about them just put colts in your search engine and they'll come up but i like them the song was called you know what i mean i have a little bit of that uh, 60s y Phil Spector thing going on. Uh, I, you know, usually, like I said, avert the buzz, avert my eyes from the buzz. This time I was uh, drawn to it. I wanted to see him anyway, so I went and did, and I was glad I got up early and hustled out to Zilker Park in Austin, Texas for that one. Shifting gears. Uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, Tim Alexander is a Bay Area musician, he is somebody that has been making music since, you know, the late 80s, early 90s, and just a ton of music in so many different genres. It's it's amazing. The output and all of it was really, really great. And so much of it you can find um, online for free. Quagmire Records. I'm going to link to it on the blog. So uh, if you want to search for it, it's uh, Quagmire Records. And just, I am going to put links up so you guys can find it. But he was such a talented musician. He passed away way too young. He was close friends with friends of mine. I've had a chance to meet him a few times and he was just such a wonderful and nice guy. Really sad to lose him. So I wanted to play uh, three or four songs by, by Tim, just so you can get a sense. They're going to play you uh, a variety of stuff. Maybe I'll do, I'll do four songs. We're going to close it out with a musical tribute to Tim Alexander. We will be missing him. I like said we'll link to his stuff so you can go and get it, but I, I got like three or four free albums, and it's just great music. You should listen to it. You should celebrate the man. He was quite a talent, and he will be missed dearly. And uh, for his, to his family and friends and people that knew him and played music with him, it's a huge loss and I feel for you. And uh, hopefully listening to the music helps ease the pain a little bit because he died way too young. And uh, let me play you some songs. I'll tell you what they wore at the end or I'll break up two and two and let you know what you're hearing.
Now, new star 
All right, those were two songs by Tim Alexander. One is called Song for Tanner in that country rock flair. The second one was a song called Orbit. Both are great. I'm going to play you something off of, and I know you can find this on Quagmire Records, uh, something off of, the band's called Bab, B-A-B. I can't pronounce the title because it is in French. I'll try. Pourquoi les quoi boomba? Well, that wasn't so bad. Um, I'm going to play a song called Laughing. And we're going to close it out with another song off that album called Summer Girl. So, again, Tim Alexander, go to the blog, www.whatduvaysaid.com. Look for these songs, look for the links, and you will enjoy them. Uh, just amazing talent. It'll point you in other directions, too, so that's always a good thing. And again, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Thank you to Daniel James for the interview, Cowboy and Indian, Leopold in this fiction, everybody that I played on this show. Go to the podcastawards.com. Vote for the show. That's Best Produced Podcast and Best Music Podcast. Yours truly, Robert Bob Duvet. Write to me at whatduvaysaid at gmail.com. Let's get to the music. This is a double shot from Tim Alexander. May he rest in peace. Thank you so much for joining me. We will be back in a couple of weeks.
seen it before. Yeah, I seen it before over here. But I didn't know he was gonna do that. Good grief.